Hi everyone and welcome back to Let's Chat Careers Advice. For those of you listening for the first time, I'm Scott Keyes and I'm joined by my co-host Charlotte Lever. We both work in recruitment at PwC and we're here to chat to you all things careers. So today we'll be discussing um, everything about interviews, whether virtual or face-to-face, to help you prepare for your next opportunity. As recruiters ourselves, we have quite a lot of experience in this area, but we're joined by our special guest, Andrew Bardry, who's a recruitment senior manager who I've worked with for a number of years. So a massive welcome to the podcast today, Andrew. Hello to you both, and thanks very much for having me. As our listeners will know, we kick off each episode by asking our guest what their most human moment has been this week. We've had some real crackers over recent episodes. So Andrew, would you like to share your human moment for this week? Always a good question, Scott. Um, as a father of two, I think kids would always feature at my human moment of the week, but um, they won't for this one. Uh, so going back to the start of the week, I had an important call with somebody external to PwC, and it was a call I wasn't really looking forward to. I was looking forward to getting out of the way. The start of the call kicked off, and I couldn't hear the person who I was on a call with, and I, I was thinking, They've not got their mic working. This is a real frustrating start. So we both logged off. We logged back on again. And as I was doing that, I realized I'd had myself on mute. I'd muted my volume. So, you know, over 12 months into the pandemic and virtual working, I'm still not getting these uh, these tech things quite right. So that was my moment of the week. Thank you very much. I wonder how many times we've said the quote, you're on mute throughout the pandemic. (laughs) Um, So we're going to move on to talk about the brilliant interview topic that we've got today. So for some of our listeners, it might be their first interview that they're preparing for, or it might be a while since they've done a job interview. So we just wanted to start start off thinking about the basic structure of an interview. So Andrew, can you talk us through your experience of that? Yeah, sure, absolutely. I, I think it's really important to point out that interviews can can vary. And even pre-pandemic, there were lots of employers who were moving towards the use of video interviews and using technologies as, as part of that process and a slight move away from the, the more traditional in-person face-to-face interview. Even with a video interview, that can vary. There can be live video interviews where you've got an interviewer on the other end, or there can be the recorded video interview whereby if you're a candidate, you'll have questions that appear on screen and you have to record your responses within a certain period of time. In terms of the interview style as well, as well that, that can really vary. So some interviews will be competency-based, some interviews will be strength-based, and some interviews, particularly for individuals applying for graduate roles, school leader roles, undergraduate roles, they'll have more focus on someone's potential. So I think it's really, really important if you're going into an interview that you really understand the format. Will it be a video interview? Will it be a competency-based interview? Or will it be something slightly different? And in your experience, do keep companies keep that a secret or is that something you can usually find on the website to know what the structure of the interview will be? Yeah, I, I would say the majority of organisations will will and should let you know um, what the format of the interview will be. And I think if they don't, then be proactive and make sure you ask because you know, otherwise, how will you know how to best prepare? Absolutely. So hopefully not a well-kept secret by everyone. If you If you look for the information, you'll be able to find it. And as we know, a lot of interviews have, have now moved to being virtual. Um, what do you see are the key differences from a face-to-face interview? And what advice would you give in terms of body language and, and building rapport on screen to, to the interviewer? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a really interesting one. Body language, um, whether you're on a screen or whether you're in person, I think it's really important for you to consider 
how can I show that I'm passionate? How can I show that I'm really enthusiastic? How can I show that I'm really interested in the role? And I think that a simple use of a smile, really good eye contact, that can go a long way within any interview situation. I think some of the other things to consider would be, you know, what, what do I wear? That's a question I know we, we get asked a lot. Um, and I think it's important that you consider the dress policy of that particular organization. I've been around at PwC for a good few years and I've seen a real change in the, the dress policy that, that we've got at PwC. And in fact, I remember as, as a very younger Andrew Bardry, when I first joined PwC, I was once questioned by somebody quite senior for not wearing a tie. I was in my suit and thought smart shirt, but I thought I'll, I'll go slightly cash that day and, and wear no tie. And somebody senior said to me, oh, you've decided not to wear a tie today. Um, I don't think that was a question. That was just more of a statement. So. Um, we, but we've evolved and we have a, a policy now which is called dress for your day and as employees we it's very much down to us to think what do I have on today and what's going to be the, the appropriate attire for me to wear so to find out what that organization's dress policy is I think it's really important that you're that you're smart and you're comfortable for any for any interview that that you undertake as well and I, I've had it um, over the last few months I'm not not too many people but some candidates are we obviously working in the virtual world at the moment. Some of them aren't always open to, to turn on their cameras. Uh, have you got any experiences of that at all? And would you would you advise people if you've got the option for a, a virtual hangout, whether that be um, Skype or whatever platform, um, to have the camera on to build the rapport with the interviewer? Yeah, I, I would say having the camera on um, can really help you with that. It's just going back to that smile. It's going back back to that eye contact. Also, as a candidate, you may be able to read the in the interview a little bit more and get a sense for um, how well they think you've responded as well. So I think to, to help build rapport, you know, having the camera on can really help if you're comfortable to do that. Okay, okay, brilliant. And and with regards to the virtual meetings or interviews that we're having, with regards to like a background, do you have any tips of what people should consider when joining an interview? Yeah. It, I think there's there's always uh, lots of amusing stories, aren't there, when it comes to the virtual world of of, of people appearing in, in in your room. And I think we've all got used to that, and I, I don't mind it at all. And I think it definitely helps me to get to know people, particularly people I'm working with, and think, oh, there's you know, there, there, there's someone someone within your household who's just appeared on 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 screen and is doing something quite amusing behind your back. But within an interview situation, I think it's really important that you're free from distractions. You don't want to be distracted. You need to focus fully on the interview. You need to focus fully on the question, on the responses that you're giving. Um, but it's also really important to try and make sure that the person who's interviewing you or the assessor who's reviewing your recorded interview isn't being distracted as well. So try and make sure anyone who lives within the same household doesn't suddenly charge in and, and ask you a question or suddenly start moving around behind you or Ideally, if you can avoid any pets jumping onto your laptop or jumping in front of you as well, because it can just be distracting all round and will, will definitely impact the interview, um, not in a positive sense. Yeah, and, and that it also, I'm, I'm assuming, includes uh, little people coming charging and running around. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And whilst it hasn't been in an interview situation, um, I've definitely been, been guilty of, uh, of one of my two children appearing at times when perhaps they shouldn't. But there we go. I think we've all been over the last few months. <laughs> the, the other point that I'll just add as well, which I know um, lots of people feel quite uncomfortable doing, is it is as with anything, it's really important to practice, um, and particularly with a with a video interview type scenario. The best way to do that, I feel, is record yourself on screen on your mobile device, whatever it might be, whatever access you've got. And I I think more often than not, and I know 
I, I personally hate seeing myself on screen. I hate hearing myself back, whether I listen to this podcast back again, I, I'll definitely question. Um, but if you if you watch or listen to yourself back on a, on, on a recording, I think it's highly likely that you'll pick up on things that you didn't anticipate that you were doing. That might be some things you've said, um, that might be some aspects of your body language that you didn't appreciate that you were doing at the time. And there might be things that you think, I didn't realize I was doing that, I need to cut that out when I'm doing my interview. So as painful as it might be, I think it's definitely worth recording yourself, watching it back, and then trying to cut out any of those um, mistakes that you might be making. Great. I think we're going to move on to think about the actual interview and the questions that might come up now. So just to start us off, um, what's the some sort of common interview questions that you think you've seen, Andrew, over the over the years that people have, that students and prospective employees are likely to be asked? Yeah, despite all the different types and styles of interviews that can can take place, there's definitely some common questions. So questions around what do you want from this job or what do you understand about the role you've applied for? Real chance for you to demonstrate and there'll be an expectation from the employee that you've done your research, you've researched the organisation, you've really researched the role and you can take the opportunity to show that you're, you're, you're going to be a good fit, you've got the potential or you've got the skills to succeed in this role. You'll also or you could also be asked for examples of, of what you've done to demonstrate certain skills. Um, or you could be presented with a situation and asked how you'd respond in that situation. PwC use something called the PwC Professional, which is a framework that we use and we assess anybody who applies to a role at PwC against. And most organisations will have something similar. They'll have a professional framework, which will be a set of skills or attributes that they use. And again, will they keep this a top secret? I think that's very, very unlikely yeah. and they probably shouldn't. You know, for example, you, you Google PwC professional, you can find out huge amount, a huge amount of information about the five different attributes that make up the PwC professional. And that can really help you prepare for the types of questions, the types of skills that you'll be expected to demonstrate during the interview. Absolutely. And just on your first point there about knowing the job you're applying for, just a top tip from me, try and save the, the job description that you apply for, because sometimes they can disappear from a website and you might lose it. So knowing knowing what job you're actually applying for is really key. So a bit of a top tip, just make sure you save that down when you apply for a job. Excellent top tip, Charlotte. And that brings us nicely on to my next question. And what are some of the common interview mistakes you've seen over the years? Yeah, I would say probably not much changes when it comes to the mistakes. You know, the, the format, the style of the interviews can change and can differ, but still some of those mistakes are quite common, as you've said, Scott. So not enough research into the employer, not enough knowledge of what the actual job is. You know, Charlotte talked about that, you know, there will always be a job description. There will always be huge amounts of information that can be accessed about a particular employer as well. Um, but but often is the case that candidates don't do don't do enough research they're not really proactive there's loads of ways you can find out more about uh, about an organization I think back to when I was young you know um, without giving too much away about my age but pre-internet days it was quite difficult to access some information and resources but now you know start off with a simple google search there's social media channels um, so you know we, we we have huge amounts of information coming through our our different social media channels at PwC there's industry journals as well, but there's events that you can go to, you know, and even in the during the during the last 12 months of the pandemic, employers will be running virtual events as opposed to in-person in events. So there's loads of ways you can engage with a particular organization and find out more. Brilliant. Thank you. 
And nine times out of 10, at the very end of the interview, the question is always, do you have any questions for us, the interviewer? Um, so what sort of things do you think people should be prepping there as, the, as that final question when it's your opportunity to ask questions about the company you might be employed by? Yeah, th this is a this is a real common question that we get, I think, as recruiters. What questions should I ask? And it's something that that people often worry about um, and panic about. And I would say, yeah, in, in typically every interview, there'll always be or there should always be that opportunity to do that. I, I would say it, it can be very much down to each individual. And it can be very personal about what an individual wants to learn or understand more about. But I would say avoid asking things that are quite easy to come across, whether it be in the job description or just through a little bit of research about the organization. So, for example, how many hours will I be working each week? Something like that. I think it's always good to focus on anything that might relate to development or training opportunities. And, and these can be areas that can help demonstrate your commitment and interest in the role or your commitment to that particular organization as well. I think one of the tips from me is really listen at the very start of the interview when the interviewer is giving an introduction because there might be bits that you can pick up from from that individual and, and ask them more about. And I'd say, in my experience, most interviewers quite quite like talking about themselves and their experiences as well at the end of the interview too. So that can really um, you know, continue the, the the fluid conversation at the end of the interview too. Perfect. Thank you very much. So to end each episode, we like to ask our guests what advice they would offer a past version of themselves. Thinking back to when you joined PwC, what advice would you give your past self to prepare for a job interview? Yeah, sure. No, that's a great question, Scott. Um, yeah, lo lots of things have definitely changed. You know, the use of technology during interviews. Um, I think I'd, I'd mentioned at the, at the start of a failure at the start of this week to, to get to, to grips with my own technology whilst on a call. So always just really think about if you are using technology, check it's working, check you've got the right access, check the the, the platform that you're using, you, you can easily access. So you're, so you're not panicking just before the interview. I think some of those common mistakes are, are certainly mistakes I made when I first started out and, and, and we're still seeing these happen quite regularly. And it's around that research, it's around the preparation, it's around thinking about the resources you can access, um, what resources employers have available as well that you can use just, just to really go in and make sure you're prepared, make sure you can respond to all the questions and make sure that you, you're really demonstrating that you're enthusiastic and, and, and you're passionate. I think if you are attending an in-person interview, make sure you're, you're checking out the route, you know, checking out the distance, checking out the, the location as well. And I, I, I do think back again many years ago of, taking a wrong turn off the M6. This is pre my PVC days. And fortunately I'd left in plenty of time, but I rocked up um, to this interview, really not in a good frame of mind about two minutes before it was due to start. And, and in my mind, I thought I'll get there about 40 minutes before, get a cup of tea, relax, think about it. That didn't happen at all. And, you know, needless to say, that interview didn't go particularly well. And I think that whole um, misjudgment of journey, should I say, really didn't help me with that. So. I think, you know, really think about these things, make sure you're planning, planning as meticulous as possible. I, I think as well, this this is kind of hopefully a seamless opportunity to to do a shameless plug for um, some of the resources that we've got at PwC. So we have something called our Employability Hub, which is quite focused towards uh, students uh, applying for jobs. And we've got some great interactive resources in there, including a video interview e-learn as well. So if you are applying for a graduate, undergraduate or school and college leaver role, then definitely take a look at the hub and some of the fantastic resources because that will definitely help you. Great, thank you.
Some absolutely brilliant advice there from Andrew throughout. And I think the key thing you've probably heard from us a few times there is research. Make sure you're researching the company that you want to go and work for and showcasing that in the interview. So thanks so much for joining us today, Andrew. That is unfortunately the end of the episode. Um, just as a reminder for everyone, if you're interested in a career at PwC, don't forget to head over to our website at pwc.co.uk forward slash careers. And as always, please tell your friends and families about this podcast to hear first-hand career advice from some of our people at PwC. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode and picked up some useful tips for future interviews. Thanks for listening and take care.